This episode is brought to you by our friends at Milwaukee Tools. Outdoor power equipment gives you the power to clear, cut, and maintain the outdoors without the petrol headaches. No pull starts, no engine maintenance, no mixing petrol and oil. Book a test drive now at milwaukeetools.com.au. Milwaukee, nothing but heavy duty. This episode is also brought to you by our friends at Rick's. Rick's is an Australian lifestyle brand founded with a mission to transform the eyewear industry by creating carefully crafted eyewear that inspires confidence. Everybody should be able to enjoy a touch of luxury and the confidence it brings. See the world differently today. Head online now at rickseyewear.com.au and check it out. Righto, let's get into the show. Oh, Mickey's a rapper back in the house. We're back, brother. It's good to see you, pleasure, mate. mate. Always a pleasure. Yeah, mate, we love it when people come back. I mean, we only started this for a year, but it's great to see you. It's very important that we give everyone an update what you've been up to because there's some exciting news coming out of your camp and we need to start the hype train right here at right American now. Aces. Get straight into it, mate. So, mate, give us an update on how you've been travelling and what's been happening since our last chat. So, after my last big win against Isaac Hardman, I, uh, I shut a lot of people up. I knocked him out in the second round and... It moved me to number two in the uh, IBF and number one in the world now in the WBA, which has now opened up the world title shot for next year, March, um, against a very big name, Gennady Golovkin, Triple G, which is uh, a huge and scary fight, but that's what it's all about, I guess. You've got to be in it to win it. So, so blo- blokes like me, I don't know who this bloke is. Give us a, what's he like as a fighter? Um, the most dangerous fighter in uh, in the world, um, in the middleweight division. He's coming off a loss against Canelo Alvarez, which, I mean, is a beast as well, but his uh, only losses were to him. And he's pretty much knocked out everybody else. So it's a huge task in front of me. But like I said, I'm training hard. I'm off to America very, very soon this month for a huge training camp. And I, uh, I keep busy fight in Orlando December 11. So uh, a lot, of, a lot's happening, man. A lot's uh, I know, full you, on. You've been putting the work in, I know that. 100%. But man, like I said, I'm excited for the um, for the opportunity and grateful. So, Mate, you've been talking about this fight for ages. and Number one in the world, man. Seems fucking, seems crazy, but we're there. So... You're going to win, right? We're all about positive affirmation. What has to happen, you know, so you, you go to Orlando, we'll get into the details soon, right? You go to Orlando, you got this training camp, little tune-up fight, and then March, what was the date? Uh, well, it hasn't been exactly. But um, around that. But it's mid-March, yeah. Mid-March. It could be in Australia is the rumor. Well, yeah, he's keen after his last fight against Canelo, you know, he said that he's happy to come to Australia, and um, which is which is suits me perfectly. And you, <laughs> yeah, man, it suits everyone so we can get there and support you. <laughs> and we take him down, and then, you know, is that's life-changing. You're that's the man. It. We're the man. We're, so earning, uh, we're, we're number one in the world, and we're earning big, big dollars. So that's what it's all about. It's about, you know, legacy for me and, and being uh, a world champion, but. I'll take the money while it comes as well. Oh, mate, you deserve it. The amount of work that boxers and, um, I mean, there's any other individual sports people, you know, whether they're in the Olympics and they're, you know, they're trying to be, a, I guess, a runner, a swimmer, all these, you know, individual awards. Fucking the amount of work that goes in, like hard work, like you – you put in so much hard work, the sweat, you know, there's probably tears along the way. To get this moment, it's big. Well, it's taken me 17, 18 years um, and like I said, it's the only sport that doesn't love you back. You know, you give absolutely everything for it um, and to it, and then very rarely you get a reward if, you know, some don't even get the opportunity. So, um, you know, for me, I just, it was inevitable. I always believed that I was going to be a world champion. And, um, you know, like I mentioned previously, you know, at seven years old, I said, it's uh, it's all in or nothing. And you know, now I'm 30 years old. 
And um, I'm literally touching that world title now, and uh, I'll bring it back. That's I'll bring so it back good. for sure. Now, blokes, again, because I'm not, you know, I'm not the boxing guru. That's why I love you because you just give it to me on a platter. <laughs> this fight in Orlando, you say it's a tune-up, right? Like when you say it's a tune-up, you're going in there. You're still trying to knock his block off, oh, aren't 100%, you? 100, you know, and it's a risky fight because he's got everything to to gain, nothing to lose. You know, he's at the end of his career. So tune-up fight means, you know, you're not picking top five in the world. You're picking someone that's, you know, top twenty. You know what I mean? So it's a little bit, you're, you're expected to win, you know, because I've got such a, a big fight ahead, you know, world title. I'm ranked across all four sanctioning bodies, top five in the world, pound for pound in the middleweight division. You know, you don't want to risk it and lose everything. You know, even if you get cut, you might win the fight and, and get cut and that slows the whole process down. So for us with my team, we're picking a very smart opponent um, that's suitable for us yeah. to, um, to get the win. It's smart. Well, anything can happen. You know, you go out there, you're one punch from winning and <clears throat> one punch away from losing. I know. So it's just... You've got to be smart. And like I said, he's got nothing to lose, everything to gain. And if he if he beats me, you know, it opens up a door for, for him in a world title shot. So, um, you know, it, it, there's a lot on the line. you just got to be real smart. You go into these fights, do you want to go the distance and get the training or you just want to put him to sleep early? What's the well, mindset? Well, I've knocked out everyone. My last three years, I've only had about four rounds because <laughs> I've, I've knocked everybody out. So as much as it's cool and, you know, you feel like a bit of a, a legend, you know, walking around, knocked everybody out. But, you know, I haven't been getting the rounds in the bank. And, um, you know, when I fight somebody like a Gennady Golovi and Triple G or, you know, anybody world class, you know, you, you get caught undone because you haven't got the rounds in the bank. So for me, if I can take him a little bit longer than, you know, first or second round, I'll be wrapped. But mm. um, uh, at the moment now, I'm just, I'm hurting everybody. So Oh, man, it's a good, it's, it's a good problem to have. <laughs> it is a good problem to have. It is. I, I'm not complaining, but, um, you know, like I said, my last four opponents, my last seven fights, I think, yeah, my last seven, I've had all stoppages. So. Yeah. And there have been a few big names in there too, which is pretty cool. Man, it must feel good when you just see them go down. Because I've seen a few <laughs> fights where they and they get back up and then they can turn the tables. But when you just put them to sleep, it must be – I mean, it's a good feeling knowing the fight's over. Oh, All your 100%. hard work's done. Here comes the paycheck as well. You get a good paycheck for winning, don't you? Now now you do. Or win, lose, or draw, it's the same. But really? obviously if you win, you elevate into something bigger. But um, yeah, like I said, we, obviously I don't want anybody getting hurt or, or anything yeah. happening. But yeah, when a fight gets called off early, you, know, you feel good all the hard work's paid off instead of – Punched on for 12, three-minute rounds. You know, you've done it in the first or second round. It's it's, um, it's pretty awesome. But, um, you know, like I said, I need the rounds because, mm. you know, my opponents now, they're all world-class, you know, and, and and highly world-ranked. So, you know, I need to get the rounds underneath my, my belt. In saying that, though, your training program that you're doing, you're getting a lot of rounds in with a lot of high, you know, like classy operators. What, what kind of training have you been doing to prepare <laughs> yourself for not only Orlando, but next next year? Well, I've just signed our contract with a huge, huge promoter, um, Alvis Grant, and I mean a manager, sorry, Alvis Grant, that is, does the Grant boxing gloves, one of the biggest names in the in the sport. So I've signed with him and he's organized now a massive team for me with big names like Sergio Martinez, you know, Montoya, my head trainer alongside with Alvis Grant. So I head over to America um, and do my training camp there and, and again sparring two, three times a week with world class. That's where that's where it takes it all out of you. You know, that's that's the hard work. The fight's the fun part. Yeah. The lights, the 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 cameras, you know, the T V, you know, the entrance, you know, the card girls, it's all fun, you know. So it's it's the training that kills you. But we're training two, three times a day. And uh, leaving no stone unturned, man. I love it. So give us the, it sounds like an AFL preseason for me. If I was doing footy season, the preseason's just, you know, it's the worst, but it does set your year up. But it's a long grind. Oh, I'd imagine it's the same in the boxing industry. So when you go to, is it LA or Orlando? So I'll be in LA and I'm LA's, fighting in Orlando. Yeah, yeah. yeah so Orlando's the fight and LA's, LA's the, the training program. Yeah. 
how long's the program and the training camp, sorry, and give us a bit of an insight on what you're going to be doing because a lot, blokes, a lot of you know, a lot of people listening don't understand what it takes and yeah, the yeah. amount of pain that you have to put the, oh, the body through already. So and much, then go there. So much. Now we usually do ten to twelve weeks, um, and I like to do two to three training sessions a day. One of those sessions being a recovery, um, but it varies every day. You know, from track work to to sparring to strength conditioning to women, uh, women to swimming. Um, to all bunch of, you know, various of, of training, but it's full on. Like I said, we're training about five, six hours a day. Um, and then a, a recovery session at night, but that's every day for six, seven days. When you're sparring, do you ever cop any big blows to the head? Oh, huge all the time. Yeah, all yeah. the time. You know, you got guys that obviously aren't where you're at. So they want to prove a point. Um, or there's guys that are above you and, um, you know, want to, want to put their foot down and, and show you that they're the man, but um, you know, you just do you. I just focus on what I got to do. I got a game plan always in motion, and I just try to enjoy it. You know, I know it's hard to enjoy boxing. You know, getting hit in the head, but um, you know, I've done it my whole life. For me, it's literally it's that's all I know. You know, boxing's all I have. Yeah. So for me, I just go in there, I walk in, and every day you wake up, and you know, we're we're beyond sore. You know, mentally, physically, emotionally wrecked. But you just get up. You just got to rock up and do it. Do what you got to do, man. Just yeah, get in the bank. Break yourselves oh, down. It's, it's crazy, man. Like, I remember some days I wake up and. I just can't actually, like, my body's just aching, you know what I mean? Just to walk in the gym, like, I just can't be fucked, man. Oh, I'm just tired. Okay, yeah. But you get in there and, like, you know, there's a bit of a vibe. There's one or two guys and mates that you see or you're trainer and you just, you crack a joke, there's a bit of a vibe. You know, you get your coffee in you or whatever and you just, mate, you just do it. Just, just, yeah, a bit of energy. Yeah, man, just um, airplane mode, man. You just, just do what you got to do, mm. pilot mode, man. While you're thinking about that, just wanted to give Ned Brockman a shout-out. I don't know this guy. You would have just seen he's just completed the run from, yeah, yeah, from Cottesloe to Bondi. Phenomenal. I mean, you talk about pain. Yeah, yeah. Man, what he's put himself through. I don't know the man. I've been following him on social media. I think the whole of Australia and maybe the world now is woken up to him. What he's had to put himself through, it's so inspiring for so many people out there that are putting their own, you know, them, themselves through any kind of program and think they can't do it or, 100%. you know, I'm too sore today or I'm too tired. You, you just got to push, gotta, man. You just got to push through it. And that's, that's that's the key. It's, you know, there's the 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 easy way will always be there. You know, man, it's just like, well, I can kick back and chill out, which everyone would rather do. I'd rather sit at home and have a few beers with the boys as well, but that's not going to get you anywhere. You know what I mean? Then two days from now, you're going to be like, oh man, I'm two days behind. So for me, I'm just like, yeah, I'm sore, I'm tired, but I know that at the end goal, that I won't even remember this session. You know, once I'm holding that belt, you know, cashing in those checks, you know, and got where I want to get, I'm not going to remember that day that I was sore and, you know, I couldn't be bothered. And and it's selfish. I, I say to myself, it's selfish. Like there's people out there, man, that like, you know, wish they could be in the position I'm in, you know, so I'm super grateful, you know, there's kids out there that, you know, unfortunately can't see or, you know, that don't have, you know, the, the things that we got. So I find it selfish to complain some days. Yeah, you're right. It's a good reminder. And it's, yeah, I mean, you're spot on. You, you don't want to, you don't want any regrets. Correct, man. Especially in your game. I reckon yeah. in other games, there might be, t- like, it's not, gr- it's more gray area. It's like, yeah, yeah, is yeah. this good for me? I Correct. might just test it. But with you, you can't. I mean, you should, like, let's talk about stripping body weight, you yeah. know? Sucks. Like, we just had the Rick's, we had the Rick's party, the sixth birthday yeah, yeah. at Bar Bambi, and what a night. And, man, I say, your fashion sense is just spot That's on. Right, I've mate. never seen you not look good. You're always <laughs> I looking- I you were going to be there, man. I have to step up my game, so- You always look a million bucks, mate. But I've just found out that you couldn't eat too much, and no. they put on this amazing spread, the boys, the Russians. They, if you got to go somewhere, go to Bar Bambi. There, there's no better bar. They put on a spread. We had so much fun, but- Unfortunately, as much as we want to celebrate, you just go uh, those events anywhere. Yeah. You, you can't really eat or drink, I so do you all can't the time. do much. I do all yeah. the time, and I was surrounded by you know all the lovely people, and everyone was offering me food, and I was like, unfortunately, you know, I just 
I couldn't do it, you know. I just had to. Um, I've got a strict diet plan that I stuck to, and you know, prior to coming to the to the event, I had already ate, and then I had food waiting for me at home. So if I ate anything in between, it would have thrown me out. So there's a lot of sacrifice. Um, it's not even about the body weight; it's just about you know that mental toughness, about uh, dedication, just sticking to what what needs to be done. And uh, you know, as soon as I got home from the event, I had my my brown rice, and my, my chicken, and and then I uh, went straight to bed. But um, but yeah, it was tough because there was so much good food getting passed around. <laughs> I know. The pastas and the, you know, all, all the all the great food. But uh, again, I just remind myself the end goal. You know, like when I'm sitting there, you know, that belt around my waist, I'm, you know, and, and it's done after, <laughs> you know, 17 years, I'm not going to think about a bit of pasta, you know. So. And that's it, man. That's the thing that people, I mean, they probably don't think about it. At the time, they're probably like, just eat it. Don't worry about it. Hey, what's I going to do anything to yeah, you? Yeah. You know, it's like, no, no, no. I'm on a different like journey and I can't, I need you to put yourself in my shoes correct, for a second, correct. which they wouldn't because they're just having fun and yeah, probably yeah, having yeah, a few yeah. drinks. But there's so many little sacrifices that you make. Yeah, well, that's why I, mean. I just test myself. You know, like I, it probably wouldn't have done anything. You know, like a little bit of what pasta probably wouldn't have done anything. But um, a little bit of doubt though. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. You know, knowing that, you know, crap, I broke that, you know that little bit of dedication and that discipline that I shouldn't have, you know, just plays in your mind. For me anyway, everyone else is different. You know, I know people that are, you know, at the top top end of the game and, you know, they drink every weekend or, you know, they have a cigar or whatever it may be, having a few smokes or whatever it may be. But for me, you know, my, my go-to is, is sugar, we've mentioned. Yeah, you love it. I love my sweets. So <clears throat> if I don't have certain foods, I can have a little bit of here and there. So I give and take. You know, if I'm going to have a bit of chocolate, I'm not going to have the pasta, you know. But if I'm going to have the pasta, I won't have the things. So... Just always setting those little little tasks in front of me just to make myself mentally stronger, man. And routine. Now, how you been going? Obviously, there's been a lot of waiting and a lot of to and from throughout our, since we last spoke, and you've just been training like a madman. Literally. Like, how does, like, what's your advice to people out there to just keep rocking up and being consistent, especially in your game where you're waiting for that opportunity? Literally, that's, that's exactly what you just said. Just rock up. Yeah, as soon as you rock up, you know, even when you 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 feel like shit, you're tired, you want to throw it all in, the body's hurting, mentally, physically, you're just, you're done. You just rock up. You're doing it. You're saying all this and you're feeling all this whilst you're driving to the gym. As soon as you're there, there'll be that one person that will that will pick you up. You know, it might be your trainer. It might be a teammate. Depending on what sport you play, you know, if it's, if it's boxing, it might be your trainer. And as soon as you get in there, he'll crack a joke and then you've just forgotten about everything else and you just, you know, whilst you're still complaining, you're wrapping up. And then when you're in there, you don't have time to think about, oh, I'm sore. Oh, I don't want to be here. You're there. So that's already, you know, that already gets out of your mind by, I don't want to be there. I don't want to go. You can't say that if you're already there, mm. you know. So I say to everybody: if you train hard, you fight easy. Just rock up. You don't have to go there and give a hundred percent every time, but just rock up. You know, forty percent is better than not going at all. Mm. You know what I mean? So people always put this pressure on themselves that oh, I've got to be the best. I've got to be the best. I've got to. You can't be a hundred percent every day, mm. and that's the truth, man. That's like I wish I could, and I wish everybody could, but that's that's it's not real. No, you, know you can't. You, you can't, can't be a hundred percent every day. That's not huge. And they measure it now as well. Like I know, I'll never forget. We used to have these things in the gym when we do bench press, and I was so weak at bench <laughs> press, bro. Like I'm good at bench pull, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but I'm just weak. And we'd have this like, I think it's the um, I, I don't know what's the the Smith machine. You know, you yeah, throw yeah, the yeah, bar. Yeah, 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 yeah. We used to have those little cords connected, and it read your power and all your scores, and you're competing against yourself. Correct. And obviously, we'd have a leaderboard and and see who's at the top, but. There's just days where you're cooked. And you're like, I'm trying my, I'm trying yeah, yeah. my hardest. It's exactly just not happening. And it, but if you stayed in bed and, and complained about it, you'd be actually mentally worse and you wouldn't be that 40% better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I rock up to the gym some days. I'm like, man, I just feel like shit. I feel 20% in. But 20% is better than staying in bed watching Netflix. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or staying in bed eating ice cream. Or yeah. staying in, at home and, you know, going for a while. Like just rock up. 
and, and like I said, there's, there will always be one person, one music, one song, sorry, that you'll hear that will pick you up or, you know, something, you'll have a conversation with someone and, and it just goes, you'll have a phone call and it'll just pick you up. Yeah, music's you know what I mean? key. Like, yeah, music's key, man. Like, even when I'm driving, I'm like, man, I can't be bothered, man. I'll, I'll put on something that I don't usually listen to and I'm just like, man, I'll just go get start getting into it. And then before you know it, I'm rocking out in the car on the way to the gym. I mean, my mood's picked up, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's just every day, man, that's, that's what I do. You just, you got to tell yourself that it's, it's okay not to be 100%. Speaking of the music, I've just you've just reminded me of something. When you come out to your music for game, you know, for fight night, yeah. fight night. Let's get the terminology game right over here. I'm going yeah. game day, <laughs> fight night, right? Fight night. What song do you select? Is there a few copyright issues with your song, or do you have access to every song? Uh, no, I've got access to my song. I mean, I haven't had I haven't been pulled up yet, but um, yeah, no, I've got Hall of Fame by the script. Um, I've had that pretty much my whole career. I started off early my early days with ACDC Thunderstruck and then I outgrew that probably four or five fights in and yeah, Hall of Fame for me, I don't know, it's just, it's uh, it's got this feeling, I don't know, I hear it and I'm just like, man, this is it now, you know, like, mm. and everyone hears it like, man, it's a rougher song, even like I get people send me, you know, text messages or, you know, on Instagram or in the car and it'll come on and they're like, oh, your song's on. <laughs> so like when they hear it, they straight away think Zarafa. So, and that was what I wanted. I wanted to to align myself with a song where when they hear it, they think of me and I've got Hall of Fame now by the script. And yeah, like I said, when it comes on, it's just like, I'll take, I close my eyes. I'm just like, man, this is it now. Like showtime. That's good. It's, it's a got good a real, it doesn't pump me up. It's got more of an emotional, deeper, a deeper meaning. feeling yeah. um, than more than a, than a G up. Yeah, you know, it's good. Is, yeah. Oh, mate. And so Orlando, that'll be coming on. Obviously, it's going to Correct, play. Yeah. And that's going to be at the WBA convention, which is huge. So like, so anyone out there, Oz American Aces, I'm not yeah, sure how yeah. many we've got listening over in Orlando, <laughs> but if there's anyone there. It'll be huge, man. It's, um, like I said, WBA convention, so all the all the um, greats will be there. You know, Sugar Ray, all those guys will be down there watching. So it'll be huge, huge night. So if you're in Orlando, get down. Yeah, let's Pretty get boys down. Who else is fighting on the night? Uh, Sergio Martinez is going to be on there, which is a former world champion, massive name. And then he'll be stacked undercards. So big, big night. Mate, that's exciting. I'm pumped. Mark, I can't wait. And like I said, because I've been out of the ring for so long, my last win was April. And, you know, the thing about being highly world ranked is you're not as active, um, which again, is, is, a, is a good problem to have. But, I mean, you're just sitting down waiting all the time and then you're just training for, not for no reason, but you're just training, putting in the work for just that phone call to say, all right, man, you know, we're on. And it's like, man, you know, every time my phone rings, I'm like, oh, you know, yeah. let's go, let's go. What is it? What is it? He's like, oh, mate, we're just doing this. This is, oh. so patience is key. And I'm not a very patient person. So nah, either am I, it's man. Hard. Either am it's I. Hard. You know, everyone says, man, just be patient, man. You're in a good position. I'm like, how? How can I be patient? You know, going to the fights and, and watching everyone else fight, you know, even when I went to Georgia on Sunday, I was like, as soon as I walked in the venue, man, I had half the crowd that were getting a Michael's a Rafa chant. I said, this is this is next level. My manager saw it, he goes, mate, we've got to get you back in. He goes, This is this is nuts. Yeah. Oh, it was the atmosphere was electric. Mate, March, if it gives March next year, Australia, the world, you know, world title fight. It, it's it's gonna be massive. We saw um what happened not last fight, the fight before, uh, in Melbourne. It just it took over. The vibe, man. It's it's boxing's back coming back, you know, with myself, George Cambosis, you know, my rival, you know, Tim Zhu. Um, I knocked out Hardman, so he's out of the picture now. But <laughs> there's a few of us um, that are bringing the sport back, you know, and we're all highly world ranked. And, um, you know, me and Tim Zhu, that, fight, that fight's going to happen. You know, we're already in, you know, kind of talks. It's been brought up again. And, and people will then realise that I never pulled out of a fight because he'll fight for his world title. I'll fight for mine. If we win, we'll unify. If he loses and I win, he'll, I'm his second chance at a world title shot. And if we both lose, we'll fight each other. And that was the whole point. 
you know, the whole point along. So people realise that I never pulled out of that fight. It's going to be an exciting, you know, next couple of years. Huge, you just, huge. you know, look, we, we get the world title fight. You, you know, you and Zoo fight each other, put it to bed. Um, we know we spoke about in our last fight that you, you got stitched up and, you you know, the media took over the narrative and uh, and, and kind of told everyone what, what, what didn't happen. I'm we, happy to wear it. You know, I said I'm happy to wear it now. It is what it is. You know, I still cop it to this day. Oh, man, that's a problem with media. Like, <laughs> if they want to write something, I mean. Can't shake it off. You can't shake it. Nah. And when it's when it's a good story and everyone wants to jump on it, they're a beast. Oh, man, it's huge. Even like at the, at the, um, the campos, for those few people that come up to me and they're like, these are the same people that, were bagging me and in and, and the media and they're like, oh man, do you mind if we get an interview? I'm a huge fan. I'm like, man, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're the like, one that yeah, put yeah, me yeah. down. I was like, man, there's no way I'm giving you my time. You know, like, See, it's yeah. the thing that I'm, so I love, I love the media. Without mm-hmm. the media, we don't get the news, we don't get the sport, the headlines, the updates. But what I'm big on is, and I wish someone said a little, you know, some tech company had some kind of accountability thing for these, some journos where one minute they're like, like for example, right, Ben Simmons, mm. I couldn't tell you how many people just wrote him off last yeah, year, yeah, yeah. right? I just put him down, put him down, put him down, like every single week. Now he's back, right? And no, he's looking they, good. They and turn it, now. Yeah, yeah and now he's like, I reckon he'll be an all-star. 100%. So hang on a second. You should just putting him down, yeah. saying all these things. Now, I just I just find it amazing how yeah, yeah. they can say the opposite. You That's know, their job, I guess. I guess it is their That's job. How but stay. how could you, you know, how, why would you pick that line? Why yeah. would you say, let's like, he's going to come back. He just needs time or whatever yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's just funny how they jump on and off. They do it all the time. And they do it to me all the time. And because I'm the, I'm the, you know, the bad boy in the sport, you know what I mean? Like I'm the Anthony Mundine. So, you know, it's, it's real easy to, to jump on and jump off with me, but they, they I, I confront them. You know, I've done it to a few of them. The reporters come up to me and I say, mate, like, seriously, the fact that you've come up to me, I say, mate, you got balls. I say, because you're, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, you know, yeah, And, yeah. and they're like, oh, you know, so I say, mate, look, I'll give you an interview because I'm not as, I'm not going to drop to your level. I say, here's your interview. I say, but seriously, man, like, choose your words you know, next time carefully because one minute they're saying, completely the opposite of what I've said. They've interviewed me. I've told them my side and they go and write something completely. So I said, why do you even, why did you even ring me for an interview? I said, you wasted an hour of my time because you wrote whatever you wanted. You should have just wrote whatever you wanted. Yeah. And just say, Amy, can I get a thumbs up just to write about you? And I would have just said, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Save everyone the headache. Get a little tiny quote. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like just save the headache. But look, you need the media and, 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 you know, they, um, the way they do their job sometimes, though, it's a big question. Yeah. And like I said, there's plenty of good ones. This is sometimes the ones that, you know, they're on you and off you and on you. It's like, how could you pick and choose? Anyway, that's a story for another day. Let's go back to the promotion of this fight. In, just in the boxing world, how do you get your name out there? You know, you obviously got the fight, but how much promotion goes into this one in March if it was oh, to be in huge, Australia? Man. Like, it's, you're going to be, you almost, you got to turn it up. You got to turn it up a bit, don't you? you 100%, gotta, man. And, and that's the thing at the moment, I'm a free, I'm a free agent. So, so what's that mean? Like, so I've got a promoter. Oh, the, right. Which is the key because when you're signed to a promoter, you're not, the word locked is probably bad, but you're locked to them, you know? So if you're getting a $2 million offer off them and then, you know, another promoter goes, well, I'll give you 10 million. Well, you can't, you're signed with them. Ah, uh, yeah. So at the moment now I'm, I'm, I've got a manager, I've got my team, but I've got a free promotional company. So I'm not signed to anybody. So guys like No Limit, who are the, one of the biggest in Australia at the moment, you've got Dean Lonigan, you know, you've got Eddie Hearn, Matt Shroom, you've got, you know, top rank Bob Arum, PBC, you know, Debella, you've got all these big, um, promoters that now basically putting their hand up saying, well, mate, would love to have Zarafa, would love to put on a world title, would love to, you know, if that fight goes, they would love to put that, you know, on on, the, on our card. So I'm in a good position now and basically it goes to a purse bid. So they might say, well, all right, well, I want Zarafa. Well, how much? I oh, will give you three mil. No worries. We'll get back to you. 
how much do you want for Zara? We'll give you 3.5. Okay, so they're winning at the moment. Okay. So it goes to basically yeah. the purse bin. Whoever wins at the end of it will get the fight. And then how much do you get out of that? Is there a percentage? Uh, well, yeah, I'll, I'll get basically I'll get a purse and then I'll, I pay a team. The team. Yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah. Which, yeah. Who did George use? Uh, so he's, he was top rank. That was De, um, Devin Haney's team. So, but the top rank's one of the so biggest. So Devin Haney's team promoted the fight. Well, yeah, he's he's signed to um, top rank, which is Bob Arum. Yeah. So he basically, or they organised it all, which is one of the biggest in the world. They got they would have got paid for that first oh, one. Yes. Yeah, the seven, second one didn't look as I big. Think, I think it was about seven mil. What was the second? Like the second one didn't look as big, did it? The actual venue was was way better. I, right. I, I thought it was. I thought um, Marvel. The first one was at Marvel. Yeah. I think the Marvel was just too big for the event. Even yeah. if you know you had. Mayweather fight in there it was just too big of an opening can't see from you the can't stands can't see yeah just like the actual atmosphere of it I mean it was unreal but it was just too big of a venue for a boxing match where uh, Rod Laver was it was electric man I rocked up I was like this is nuts and as soon as I walked in I had half the crowd getting you know Zarafa chance I was like man this, grass. Is, this is nuts and then they told me to come in the crowd and as soon as I started walking towards them they just started vibing up they were just screaming and then I got down there and then I got around in the circle and everyone was just Zarafa. Oh, Aussies nice. are the best, mate. That's why I, I can't like, wait. Greeks, uh, the Greeks, mate, they do, I must say they are very good at getting behind their own. Oh, so. yeah. And, uh, and it reminds me of the Aussie Open when oh, like- Man, it was nuts. When Cocky and and, and uh, Kigs are in town this yeah, yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. going to be bigger. It's going to go off this year. You know, there's no more of that COVID rubbish. and it's huge. Thank and, God, uh, yeah. And, yeah and, uh, and the boys have been going well. So, mate, so that, that, does that give you a bit of goosebumps just to think what you're going to walk into? 100%. That's why everyone's so keen. It's with, with an opponent- you know, well, the champion, but my opponent, you know, being such a big name. Um, yeah. Oh, man, I can't wait. I can't wait. It's a hard fight. I love hard fights. I love being the underdog. You know, that's what it's all about. I don't want to be, you know, I want to fight the best. I want to test myself. Yeah. And if I if I lose, it wasn't meant to be. And if I win, well, yeah. I'm a world champion. So. Yeah, far out. I can't wait, man. <laughs> but a huge, wait. huge, huge fight, man, like I said. I mean, it's boxing. Anything can happen. But, um, yeah, man, I'm excited. Now, when you're studying your opponent's, <clears throat> have you got like you, you do I mean I'm in the world where, where I've come from there's a lot of vision there's a lot of coaching there's a lot of tactics there's a lot of backup plans obviously a different game but in your sport is there a lot of footage and you know, strategy meetings to go right this is what we think we can do to put this guy to sleep uh, usually yes but for me I, I do things very weird you know I don't watch any of them yeah. a lot of people will say well, why don't you watch your opponent I'm like, because if you if I go now and I type in Mike Tyson I'm fighting Mike Tyson you're just going to see a bad man knocking everybody out yeah. if I type in Michael Zarafi you're going to see all my highlights if I type in Anthony Mundine you're going to see his knockouts so if I type in my opponent you're just going to see a relentless you know man boxing you know what I mean they're not going to show him getting bashed so for me <clears throat> I just let my team study you know, because they, they know boxing they break down boxing I just fight you know, and then they come to the gym, we implement the plan, you know, Mick, he does this, he does this well, you know, he moves after every punch this way, or, you know, he rolls under that way. And, and then, you know, through that 12 weeks, we start implementing the game plan. But then when I get in the ring, I'll be honest, man, I just wing it. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. how can I, how can I prepare for the unknown? You know, I know what I'm going in there to do and I know that I have to win and, and, and stick to what needs to be done. I want to go in there, you know, he, you, you can say to me, man, I want you to throw a left hook, right, you know, how do I know yeah, you what gotta he's going to do? Yeah, you got to protect yourself as well. Correct, huh? man. So I just go out there and I just feel it out, you know, like the first fight, like with Hardman, the first round, you know, he was trying to take my head off. It was this big punching animal and I was like, you know, so I just kept my distance, used my jab, picking him off, just getting the distance. Then by the start of the second round, I already worked it out and figured it out and then bang, yeah. gone, you know. So you got 36 minutes and that's what people forget, you know, I got 36 minutes to – 
to, to win. I don't, have, I don't care. I've, I've trained for 36 minutes. If it goes earlier, well, so be it. But I'm prepared to go 36 minutes. I'm prepared to go to war. I'm prepared to, to fight. So mm. I, don't, I don't look for it. It comes. Nah, you've broken that down beautifully. Now, yeah. what about – I've always found it interesting when you – let's say it's like the seventh or eighth and you're just gassed and you got – you know, cuts on your face and yeah. so does your opponent and you're in the corner and they're pouring water on your head and there's always the coach that's just, you know, not spraying you. He's like, mate, we need to do this. How much of that information can you gather in that moment? It's very hard. Like, there's been times where, because I've been so overwhelmed, you know, I had like my cut here that was pretty nasty and I was like, I could I could actually feel this, like it flapping. And I was like, <laughs> and I was, I, I was that focused on that that I, I switched off. Uh, I couldn't hear anything. And then uh, I try to just take – one or two things out of what they say. They might say, you know, for that whole minute, they might say 20 things. If I can just take one or two things out of that, oh, I'm happy, you yeah. know, because it's hard to go there. Mick, you're doing this, you're doing that, but that's what that def- that's what defines a good trainer and, and not, you know, someone that's telling you, oh, Mick, I need you to do this, I need you to do that. You, you, you got to tell them what they're doing wrong. Mm. You know, Mick, you're getting hit too much, like real calm. You know, you're getting, you're getting caught with that left hook. You know, let's, let's roll out the other way. After every shot, let's roll out this way. You know, and that, that's enough. Yeah. You know, if you're saying, oh, I mean, do this, do that, or I need to do this and go do this and, oh, man. You get frustrated as well. You're getting frustrated. You start get panicking. you got a cut on your head. You're hearing all this. You're getting yelled at. It's like, it's one minute. Yeah, you know, I know. It's, like, it's quick, to, man. To get all this, it's like, man, I'm just chill, man. What am I doing, you know? And then um, I'll just go out there and, like I said, I just focus. I just implement my own game plan. If I get my distance, I say this to everyone, if I can get my distance, it may take 10 rounds. It may take one round. But if I get my distance, the fight's going to end. So when you say your distance, just you mean like when you know their striking distance? Yeah, yeah, that's it. So for me, the key is to get the distance. And sometimes you don't find it. But if I find it, I'm going to knock you out. That's great. Yeah. Jesus, it's scary. scary. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I say to everyone. I say, mate, you can, mate, if I get my distance. And sometimes you don't get it. You might get in the sixth round. You might get in the 12th round. But like my Hardman fight, I got in the first 30 seconds. I was like, this is beautiful. Yeah, it's the not- first Jeff Horn fight when I knocked him out, I had in the second round. Yeah. I knew straight away, I was like, I've got that distance, this is beautiful now. Sometimes you can hit and knock it hit. You know, sometimes the, you know, they're a bit awkward where you're, you're throwing and you're in that range, you're out of that range and you're just missing. But the key is to get that footwork right and then once you get that distance, it's all over. It's uh, the distance. Well, I mean, I, I need to learn how to box. I couldn't fight. <laughs> but you have to teach. One day when you're retired, you, you just need to no teach worries. me, mate. I'm not fighting to me. I'm no a lover, mate. I'm not a fighter. <laughs> I'm not a fighter. Um, no, nah, it's great. And what about like away from boxing? You know, we know that, you're training a lot and a lot of recovery, but what's keeping your mind busy away from boxing? Is there any investments or is there any interest outside of boxing that you've been working on lately? Uh, for me, I'm a building inspector, so I do that part-time and um, just to, to switch off boxing, something completely different. But for me, man, I like to just chill out and, and just surround myself around friends, family, and I love greenery, man. I love just being in nature, just going for walks and just chilling out, man, and at home just watching Netflix and just being lazy, you know, being a kid, get the lollies out and just, just chill out, man. You know, cause I'm always on the go so much. Like I'll get up in the morning and leave by 7.30 and home by, you know, 7.30, 8 o'clock at night. I'm out the whole day. I'm literally living out of a bag, you know, I'll get changed, have a shower, chuck them on new clothes, go gym, have a shower, get changed, go again. Like I'm the whole day, you know, I come home with this big bag of wet clothes and, um, you know, by the time anything, I just want to chill out. Yeah. I know how you feel. I yeah, man. I, feel. I, just, I can't be bothered. I'm driving. You know, flat out all the time, just for training is an hour and a half, you know, it's nearly three hours of dri- driving just for training and uh, it's hard work. And then, you know, sometimes it's just like today the weather's peaking, you know what I mean? So it's a cracker. you got to have more more, more um, water and this and that, you know, so you just can't be bothered. That was my next question on losing weight. So when you, 
like how much weight do you need to drop for these fights? Is there any how much? Uh, so I always stay relatively um, close right. to my weight. I love to if you if you look good, you feel good. If mm. you feel good, you fight good. And if you fight good, you win. If you win, you make money. Yeah, yeah. You know? So I always money. I always say that you know. So I like to always you know look good and, and, and stay close to my weight. So I only lose about five kilos, six kilos, and max. Before uh, the fight? Yeah, before the fight. Yeah. And are you talking from training camp to the fight or are you talking- Yeah, so I always stay around 77, 78 max and then I, I get down to 72.5. How hard, how hard is that? Uh, it, it's, it is hard, yeah. I'm not going to lie. It is pretty hard. But you hard. know what I mean? Like I just think everyday people that would just go, just drop six kilos. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not that easy. But then the thing that I've always found amazing and I'd love you to touch on this is where do you find your energy to fight? without being feeling empty on, you know, it's the most important yeah, yeah, night yeah. of your life at that point. And yeah. you've just had to, you've yes. had to wait. You know I mean, you got to weigh in at something ridiculous, you know, say you're 72 and then you can put it back on overnight. Correct. Yeah, you? so Does 24 it, hours. So your body, your body, that's why we weigh in 24 hours prior. So we jump on the scales and I'm nine out of 10, I feel like shit, just dry mouth, depleted, just dizzy. If you get up too quick, you know, you feel head spins. Yeah. You jump on the scales uh, and then basically you just, I sit down for about four hours straight after. I, don't, I switch off my phone. I don't talk to anybody and I just pasta, chicken, meat, lollies, salads, veggies. And I just sit there for four hours and just rehydrate and just eat like a, like a king. And, and, then, and when you eat, do you feel good the next day? Yeah. So a lot of people, they, I used to do when I was younger because I was like, ah, oh, man, boxer, whatever. I was 19 years old. I'd, I'd weigh in and go to Macca's. Yeah. And then I'd feel like absolute shit, you know. So you got to eat right. And I've got a proper team that, you know, tell me what I should be eating and what I shouldn't be eating and, you know, how much and, you know, what I should be drinking and stuff like that. So it's very, very important. You know, you'll feel like shit if you don't do it right. You know, so for four hours, I'll slowly eat. And that's another thing you're going to. Can't eat straight Oh, away. so it's a full, like, there's a bit of method behind yeah, the madness. Yeah, Well, everyone's different. Some people, like I see people, as soon as they get off, mate, they're eating a bowl. And I'm like, mate, that's your way. But for the first thing I do is get my hydration back up. That's right. key. So I won't touch food for at least an hour after my way in. So an hour or two hours, I won't eat. I'll just get my Hydrolyte. I'll get my Powerade. Um, you know, I'll get my water. So every 600 um, is of water is a, a liter of Powerade. So I'll just smash it like that and I'll do that three or four times. Then I'll get my food. So hydration is key. So you get what? Yes, yeah, so you get hydration in, and then you slowly eat that Correct. next three hours. Just slowly eat yep. through all the all the meals that you've yep. got. Which and is then your- you'll get back to feeling just like replenished, just feel grouse, and then you just go back to your normal eating. And then in the morning, I'll have my my standard pancakes, a bit of ice cream. I have my chicken and rice for lunch. And most fights are at night, are they? Yeah, well, I'm normally the main event, which is a drainer yeah. sometimes because <laughs> you're the last fight. You know, you get in there at seven o'clock, your hands are getting wrapped, and then. Yeah, you, know, you have mixed emotions. You know, one minute I'm like, oh man, I can't wait to smash him. And then you're sitting like this, like, oh, hurry up. Yeah, you're back up around. Around. Yeah, you know, yeah. So, um, But then when you hear your song, Hall of Fame kicks in, it's, it's a job for me. You know, at the start I was like, oh man, this is cool. You know, but now it's, it's work for me. It's business. I always find the uh, anticipation to a fight, you know, like just the, as a, as a viewer, yep. you know, you get, you get a bit of a sick, nervous, <laughs> anxious feeling for the boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's it like when you're sitting there waiting for the fight just before you? It's like, I'm almost there. I'm not there. This fight could go for one round or 12, yeah, yeah. but once it's done, I'm on. What's going through your head? Like, do you, are you trying to meditate? Are you, are you thinking like, what do you, you know, how do you keep yourself kind of Zen? Yeah. Yeah. Before, I just surround myself, before turning into an absolute yeah, beast. Yeah. beast. Yeah. I just surround myself around good people. I just try not to like people look at me in the, on TV and they're like, man, how, like, how relaxed he's laughing. And I'm, I just try not to, put too much pressure on myself, you know, like the fight's going to happen. So you can either be nervous and have the fight happen or just be calm. The outcome's still the fight's going to happen. So I just try to tell myself, be present. You know, what's the worst that can happen? You're going to get knocked out. You're going to lose. Okay. 
big whoop. The guy going in there the Wednesday night or the Friday night is going to be the same guy waking up the next morning. So, but the, it is scary because you'll you'll be in the back room and you'll hear you know like you're on in you're on in three minutes. Oh shit, you know this is it now, and then I get in a circle or, or, or say my little prayer or whatever I got to do, and I'm like, this is it now, you know. This is and it's cool. Like you see people that have travelled around the world or the the state, you know, to come watch it. Like, this is nuts, you know. Mm. Chanting your name and put on a show. You put on a show. You know, all these people come out. You know, I look at the thing and I look on the TV and I'm like, man, look at the stadium. This is nuts. But um, I just go out there and like I said, just be me. I just stay present. I just that's that's the key is being present. Which I work with a sports psych. Um, and he, he goes to me, you just gotta you gotta be you gotta be present. And that's that's embrace the moment. Embrace it, man. Like yeah, you know, as you're going up the steps, count the steps. You know, feel the inside of your gloves. You know. Turn around as I look at the crowd. I do my, you know, my ritual walk out, and I, the way I, I do it, I just scan the crowd, and I, I'm telling myself, you know, you know, count how many blue jumpers you see, and I'm, that's literally being present. Yeah, because I'm not thinking about anything else. You know, like it's it's the small. That's the difference between good and great. These ones that can just flick that switch. Yeah, and then when you say flick the switch, like you're in the ring now, you touch gloves, you go back to your corner, ding ding ding, like. Where have you Where have you changed that mindset? Like, yeah, you still. Cr- you're I'm just st- looking at his chest, man. I talk to myself. Yeah, oh, Mick, you're all right, you're all right, baby. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah. Look, he's, look, he's breathing heavy. I talk to myself. Yeah, in, in the round, and then I'll sit back and I'll be like, round one. All right, cool. How you feeling, Mick? Feel good. Sounds crazy talking to yourself. Well, you're kind of in tune with yourself. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do it, you know. And then when I sit back there, and the, the thing that people do wrong is they're like, oh, man, like eleven more rounds to go. I never do that. I just say round one, one more round to go, Mick. One more round. And then I'll sit back. We can go one more round. One more round. Round three. Oh, we got one more round. We got one more. Let's go one more. Round yeah. four. And I just keep doing that to myself. And then before you know it, tw- you're doing that 12 times. It's 12 rounds. If you before you know that. it, <laughs> it's the 12th and final round. You know, I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, man, like I'm only halfway, six rounds, six rounds to go. Like you're already shooting yourself in the foot. What about the 12th round? When you, if you get to the tw- to a 12th, you know there's no 13. So yeah, do in. you, you know what I mean? When it's all yeah. in, it's like, but you don't get knocked out. Like, yeah, yeah. You gotta be smart. You gotta be smart. Yeah, so what point are you like, all right, I've got to, or if you are down, you got to knock them out or you might be even. Like, what are you? Well, look, if you're down, I always say if you're down, swing. you got to go for it. Just go. If you're going to get knocked out, you're going to get knocked out, but there's a chance that you're going to win. So for me, if you're down, 12th round, all in. But if you're winning. Cruise. Cruise, dance. Yeah. You know, you're winning. You're controlling the fight. Don't do nothing stupid. Why be caught? Mm. You know, why be in a, a heads or tail situation? You know, getting hit, just jab, move, man. Just play it smart. He, he needs to chase you. You don't need to chase him. Yeah. Stay away, you know, be smart. Boxing play hard to get. Play hard to get, yeah, 100%, you know. But if you're losing, so like, well, mate, I'm going to lose if this bell goes. But if I go all in, I'm going to punch his chance of knocking him out. So yeah. let's do it. Let's go. You got to bite down on the mouth guard like Tyson said, mate, let's just do it. It's let's great, just go. Mate, it's great insights for everyone out there because they're trying to, you know, it's, it's just so unique you, you, what you're doing. And like I said to you, I went – I was that keen to get you back on because we need to keep promoting and t- give yeah, everyone an update on where you're at. And we're right probably going to have to do another one just before because, you know, you go to Orlando, that training camp, and then you'll, you'll fight in Australia and the whole of Australia will just be going crazy. I, I've just got another question. Do you have anyone that has a camera that's filming and documenting all your work and putting it together for like a documentary? I just feel like there'd be such a great opportunity. Yeah, I've got a guy, Liam, he's – um. He's a, he's a good dude, man. He does all my um, you know, my videography work and stuff like that, and all my Instagram and social stuff. And he's um, he gets down, he gets to the fight nights and stuff like that. But um, I, I should I should have done it from the get go. I've only done it from, 
you know, midway of my career onwards, which is disappointing because when I do want to watch, you know, my early days when I had the long, the long hair and the, <laughs> the flick across, you know, back in the days and that was pretty cool, uh, the fringe. But, you know, I can't see any of that. And if you try to look it up now, it's, you know, it's old, old news now. So, yeah. but moving forward, yeah, I definitely document everything. It's, it's key. Well, man, Show I my think, kids one day. Yeah, well, definitely. I think for that March, if that, when that fight um, happens in Australia, I mean, a lot of people will be able to look around the fight, but I just think behind the scenes, you know, all the pa- yeah, yeah. all the pain and even the training camps, it'd just be, I'd love to see it. You know, you tell mm-hmm. you, I'm sparring, but like, you know, how long, who, how many people you're fighting, how many head knocks do you get, yeah. how many do you give? It's just such a, I don't know, I guess with social media now, it's pretty cool. We get a lot of that, but for someone like you, that's going to be hopefully creating history for Australia. It's, Fingers we, crossed, we, brother. We need more, oh, we need more content, more. brother. 100%, man. Well, I mean, I'm actually in the process of writing a book. I want to write a book, you know, of, uh, I've called it uh, Michael's Raffa, The Road to Glory. So, you know, it's going to document basically from the start, you know, the ups and downs, you know, the highs and lows, everything, man, you know, the, what's positive about boxing, what's negative, you know, things I've had to go, go through, the adversities, you know, the mental battles, everything, you know. So everyone sees, you know, on social media, that's the thing, everyone social media is so fake that, mm. you know, it, it's very toxic, man. Like everyone looks at it and says, oh, like, even me, I do it too. Like every one of my posts, it's just me happy. Yeah, you know, I post yeah, all my happy it's stuff. It's the premium and, stuff. It's the premium stuff, you know, but um, the journey has been tough, man. There's been times where, like I said, you know, I've wanted to throw it all in, but, you know, just got to, yeah, thank your blessings and the people that have been there around those times that got me through it all. And, and you know, it's a, it's a very lonely sport. You know? Man, I, I, I don't know, but I can imagine. Yeah, I can man, imagine. And it's not tough. only that, any individual sport, mm. no one really cares about you till you make it, unfortunately. Correct. Correct. And yeah. you don't really get paid until you make it. And exactly that's what's right. so hard because, you know, it's that 0.01%, isn't it? The, it's so bad, man. It, like, and no one understands, like, the, the amount of no's you get before you get one yes. Like, now I'm established. I'm number one in the world. You know, everyone's like, oh, Zarafa, you know, yeah, cool, man. You know, like, you get new cars, Maseratis, this and that. And, you know, the more you make it and the more money you make, everything else becomes free. It's like, it's it should be the opposite. You know, when you're trying to grind and get there, you know, that's that's where you should be getting given stuff. But... Fortunately, man, you just got to stay. And that's, the, and that's the difference between the good and greats, the one that can embrace all that. You know, man, I, I, I cry some days. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm actually done whilst I'm on my runs. And then before you know it, I'm back. 10Ks are in the bank. I'm watching Netflix. Yeah. You know, like, it's, it's done. I've already done my run now. I'm in the gym. You know, I'm, I'm just having a shit session, but it's done. It's in the bank. Yeah, bank it, you know move forward. I mean? Move forward. You know what I mean? Like, it's tough. It is very, very tough. You know, I've got no teammates to, to cry to. Um, you know, or, or, you know, ask for advice or, you know, it's, it's up early mornings, you know, late nights, but none of that, you're doing the road work by yourself, hitting pads by yourself. It's just you and your trainer, you know, it's, it's all the pressure's on you. Mm. You, know, you go in there, you're in AFL and you know, obviously way more than I would, but you could have a bad day, which I'm sure a lot of AFL players do and, and they can still win the game, you know, because the, the team lifts them or in soccer, you know, I missed that goal, but my teammate got it and kicked it, you know, like whatever it may be. But with boxing, you know, you could be winning 11 rounds, a 12th round, you get knocked out. Yeah. That's all over, which happens all the time. Yeah, mate. It's- happened to me in the in the Jeff Horn fight in the second rematch. You know, I took my eyes off of that, t- that second. Bang, 10th round went down. Yeah. It's crazy. And you just summed that up perfectly. That's why... That's why I said it's just so exciting for all of us to get behind you. It's it's a great time to be alive and... um. Oh, we don't know what date and we don't know where, but when it happens, I just just can't wait to help you out, mate. It'd be good. And yeah, hopefully uh, she all goes well. And then you've got a few fights off the back of it where you can really cash in. Is that kind of how they, you know, you, 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 once you're the champ, everyone comes for you, you get that purse? Yeah, well, at the moment, I'm in a very, very nice, comfortable position and 
paychecks are good. The offers are good. Um, Give me some paycheck offers. Like, I mean, this is it, it's a it's a question you shouldn't ask, but just some variety of some you purses. Get, like a shit offers three hundred thousand for, for a, fight. a fight. Yeah, for a, for a fight. You know, I've I've gotten five hundreds, seven fifties. You know, you win you win this fight. You know, even this fight anywhere between three to five million for the world title. You win that fight. You know, you're looking at eight to ten plus yeah. million dollar fights. You know, and you, and you can lose these fights. Mm. That's the difference. You know, you just got to get there. And I'm there now, so. Um, so it's just about now peaking at the right time and that's this fight you know you could have a, a thousand shit and that's what I say to all these up and comers you can have a thousand shit sparring sessions I've had sparring sessions where I get bashed by amateurs and, and you know a guy will outrun me or someone will outwork me I'm not feeling it. I haven't ate the right or, or you know I haven't slept enough you know and, but all that matters is fight night you know, you're not documenting all your sparring sessions oh win lose win lose the only one that matters is fight night and that's the one I make sure I'm 100% for. Yeah, so you build to that night. 100%. It's like training. You know, you could, you know, kick a thousand times and miss a thousand times, but if you're in front of a, you know, a goal on game day that it means something, that's when it matters. Mm. You know what I mean? It's drilling between the posts on the game yeah. day, not training. You yeah, know, yeah. it doesn't back, go, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. You back your work and as you said, it, it, all that matters is when the when we call the balls bounce and Correct. for you when the gloves are out. When the gloves are out when the bell What's goes. What's the greatest advice one of your coaches have ever given you? Keep your circle very small. Uh, you know, being in this sport, there's a lot of um, well, we like to call them backslappers. You know, like, yeah, man, you're a champion. Yeah, it's a Rafa, man. Can we, you know, and they're always around when everything's, you know, up. Rosie, Rosie, yeah, perfect word, yeah, Rosie. You know, everything's sweet and everything's going your way, but when you lose or you know, and unfortunately, and luckily, I haven't had that many times where I've lost. You know, but those few, those three or four that I have, you know, it's an empty locker room. No one around. I'm like, shit. Yeah. This sucks. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, man, I won my last fight. I, I had to kick, I had to get security to get people out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took me an hour to get back to my change rooms because, man, everyone was there. I was, I come out the steps, everyone was just grabbing me, latching onto me, you know, and I'm like, this is amazing. And then when you lose, it's like, fuck. And you know the ones that are in your corner, like oh, we, used to, we used to laugh after a game of footy, we'd go to our phones because we have to lock our phones up and- you know, you, you never knew how you went because you weren't about the team. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. If you yeah. had a good day, you'd you'd find out on your text messages. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, we yeah. always say that, you know, if you've had 10 plus text messages, because, you know, your families generally sometimes hold off and wait till they're yeah, till yeah, you're yeah, out yeah. of the change rooms and give you a buzz, mate. Well done, how'd you pull up? But yeah, there'd be days where you'd come off and you've, you know you haven't played well. You've got no messages, Nothing. no That's notifications. Exactly right. yeah, You're yeah, like, yeah. fucking hell, it's a lonely day today. I understand. <laughs> and like your family will always be there whether you you win, lose, or draw, or you play good or you don't. You know, that that's they're going to criticise. That, that's family. They're going to criticise you for, oh, man, that was a shit game. Or doesn't matter, next one, you know, and then that's, that's their job. But, you know, these other guys, some people, it's like, man, this is, this is crazy. You know, there, yeah. there's no one around. You know, and the the advice he said, mate, just keep your circle very small. That's good and you advice. know the you know the right people when you know I go to talk to people and they they're saying, mate, I want to talk boxing. How are you? Yeah, real shit. You know, and they're like, man, how are you feeling today? I'm like, I've had that one before. I'm like, I feel good. How do you feel? You know, and then it's completely off topic, not even about. Oh, hey, man, when's your next fight? 
Uh, big announcement coming soon, man. Oh, you're a champion, bro. You know, and I get it, supporters. You know, because I hate the word fans, but the, the supporters are supporting my career, which is grass. But your circle keep it very, very small. And it's, it's it's advice for for everybody. Well, you got to stay focused. Like Focus. we, used to, we used to say, ne- you know, there's terms that never as bad, never as good, and and that's a term that you'd use when you're winning and losing. Because if you lose, oh, it's a panic station. Yeah, and when yeah, you yeah. win, oh, you're gonna be the best thing ever. And yeah, it's yeah. like, no, no, just keep it very tight, keep it internal, small, man. Yeah. keep focused. Don't because everyone to be a part of it you know but just let everyone just admire from the outside yeah it's like, it's more like everyone's welcome when we win <laughs> yeah well that's exactly right <laughs> when we win like open the fight just let everyone in you know? and when you when you keep your circle small you're paying less people too yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for me I'm like yeah I'll just keep it extra small you know that's a good like, one actually like what how many people do you have to pay in your in your team and, and even other teams like Haney's camp and George's camp what would they be paying um, to get them right I wouldn't want to say just in case I got it wrong. But okay, yeah, talk I about mean, you. But for me, uh, you know, you you pay probably 25%. You'll lose about 25% of whatever you make. So if you're making 3 mil, you'll lose 25% of that and then get taxed. So it's it's uh, it's an ugly – it's an ugly. Um, if people say, oh, but man, you woke up with 2.2 mil. I'm like, yeah, but I've just lost, you know, half, half it gone, half is missing, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, but, um, yeah, you look, you pay about 25% and then, um, yeah, whoever else you want to pay. If you're, if you're a generous person – you can pay them. What rest. are the like what are the titles of all these people? Traditionally, like just what would everyone uh, have? so like trainer managers, um, you know, and then you got, you know, dietitians and mass masseuses and massages and all that stuff. Yep. And, um but normally you work out deals with people. We are like, you know, not deals, but like, you know, yeah, you know, like normally I know people it's like, hey man, like you want to jump on the team, you know, in in, in um we'll give you like your shout outs, this and that, you're part of the team. Promotion you know, as promotional well. stuff, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you're gonna be worldwide T V um, and also giving them the opportunity to be a part of something completely different. You know, you're working nine to five, massaging somebody. And next thing you know, you're, you're walking out in Vegas. Mm. You know, so this is mad. You know what I mean? It's all covered. Just be a part of the team. And when we need treatment, you give me treatment. Are most of those people there from the start or they come and go just because it's got to be flexible hours? Uh, they come and go. Like I'll, I've had a lot of people, come, like I said, come keep it very small. A lot of people have come that aren't there today um, just because, yeah, they're just one other things, you know what I mean? Or, or I need more. Some people can only take you to a certain level and that's not their fault. It's not my fault, but you just need more. Yeah, it is what you know it what is. I mean? It is what it is. You know, some people can take you to this, you need to be here. And then when you get here, you need to be there. So. Yeah. That's great, mate. Well, just again, remind everyone what's coming up. I want you to just to keep everyone listening. Yeah, so, drill it into everyone's ears and their eyes that are tuning in. Currently moved number one, WBA, um, top five middleweights, pound for pound in the world. Um, March next year, world title fight. Um, End of this year, December 11, Orlando, as a tune-up fight, keep busy fight, but uh, we don't take anyone lightly. So we're going there to knock him out, and then we come back, enjoy Christmas, and then, uh, yeah, we shock the world and bring that we, we bring that world title home, and we hear, and the new oh, that's WBA big. middleweight world champion. That's good. What are you going to do with the belt when you when you get it? Oh, man, I'll probably sleep with it for, <laughs> good, for three months. But, um, oh, yeah, I'll keep, keep the girl out of the bed and just sleep, <laughs> sleep, with, the, sleep with the belt, but... Um, uh, for me, like I said, it's just an achievement. You know, the the belt is like it's like a ring. It's symbolic. It just you know, it's it's the total for me. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what I'll do. Yeah. I'll definitely be sleeping with it for a couple of days. Yeah, oh, mate, you can't give <laughs> it up. With it, I'll be yeah. up every it'll, be, it'll be next level. Oh <laughs> man, tell us next level. We've got the new Rixies. These are the brand new Soho sunglasses. We've just brought these ones out, Mick. I've Beautiful, just got mate. you the um. These are this is the first ever pair because it was a sample that sent. They literally come out the day this podcast launches mate throw them on we did Rick's and, Reso- Rick's and retirement uh, get, 
Oh yeah, premium, mate. Premium. Give them, I need to clean the lenses, mate. I've been. That's. I need to give them a quick clean now. While we're on the Rick Sire again, everyone out there, it was our sixth birthday. Uh, we had a sale. Thank you so much, everyone that got involved. Make sure you send us photos if you're wearing the Rixies when the sun's out. Obviously, spring carnival. It's all happening at the moment, so should be in full flight. Now we've got Mickey Zarafa here in the Soho black. They are just premium on you, mate. That is a Derby Day special. Pull it down, pull it off. Oh, yeah, mate. So when you were the world title fight, we said Rick's in retirement. But where's the one place you'd love to go? You can leave them on, mate. Leave them on for this segment. What would be the one place that you're taking this belt? So you're going to have the belt for a while. The Rixies are on. You just need that. You know, you've you've worked so hard. You just need a bit more R&R. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've always said I want to go to uh, where I'm from, Malta. I've never been. I've been um, – apparently I'm very, very well known over there. They've, uh, they've claimed me as their own. So uh, I actually get people sending me messages of you know my murals on the in restaurants and stuff like that. So I'd love to go back to to you know the land from where my parents are from and just enjoy, man. Just kick back and just take some time off and yeah, soak up some sun. How it's much hot? How much sun would you? Like how, how long would you? You know, you once you get that world title fight done, you win. How long do you take off? Like, do you do you stay? Like, I know you like to stay ready. So yeah, yeah. is it a couple of weeks or is it a month? Oh look, man, I'd, I'd literally be back in the gym the next day, but I wouldn't be training. I'll be just training like to keep fit, just to look good, just to eat lollies. I'll be training for, for <laughs> fitness, you know, just to, you know, look good at the beach. I wouldn't be training for a world title fight, you know, I'd just be enjoying it. It's a lifestyle for me, you know, even if I quit tomorrow and, and work full time, I'd get up early, I'd still go for my run. Just, um, you know, that, that dedication, man, just that discipline of just, you know, looking good and feeling good. You know, I don't want to be 50 years old with a big, big gut and, you know, which yeah. is nothing wrong with it. You know, as long as you're oh, healthy, it, yeah. doesn't what, it doesn't matter what you look <laughs> it like. Doesn't as long look as as good. Ha- it doesn't look as good. You know, as long as you're healthy, it means absolutely nothing. But, um, yeah, I just like looking good, man. That's the key. Well, mate, you always look good and you look <laughs> premium in those <laughs> new Soho sunglasses. Mate. Absolute champion. I just, we've always, you know, we've always had the logo on the side. I'm just so, you know, glad that we finally woke up and we put Rick's on the side. They look great, mate. The Soho sunglasses for anyone out there that wants them, use the discount code ACES at checkout. You get 20% off and free express shipping. Now, mate, we've got a couple other things to get. Chuck this on the the old. This is for I you. Don't, the hair, mate. Yeah, oh, actually, yeah, I don't want to read that. But oh, that's yeah, from yeah. Caps. They're friends at Caps. Caps. I've got Thank one of their on. I got the New York Jets. That they're, they're on fire. Salas just Coach Salas just yeah, on fire. But Thank um, you very much Caps. But Caps Champion. again. They're in High Point, which is near us. They're in a couple other stores. Head online at caps.com.au and. Check them out. Use our discount code ACES. They've got elite hats, by the way. Yeah, like they, I get all my stuff from there too, even the beanies and stuff like that. All their um, next level. All their social media. They've been putting up these new white hats with all the like. Oh, it's just they, they, I've never seen so many combinations of hats. Yeah, yeah. Caps, I should say <laughs> that you want. Now, mate, we've got another one. Oh, Milwaukee tools. Milwaukee, I should say. Milwaukee. I always muck it up. They are our new sponsor. We love them so much. Nothing but heavy duty. Mate, you don't just come on Tommy Talks now and go <laughs> home with a pair of sunnies and a cap. You get it all from Milwaukee Tools. They are literally the best in the business. Mate, just on tools and you know everything here, we've got the blower here, the M18 fuel driven to outperform right in front of us. You'll get a whippersnipper. You'll get a chainsaw. You're going to get the works, mate. We've got the... Look at the battery pack here. Look at this. Oh, everything look at this, here. It's all for you, mate. This is all for you. Have a look at this. Up there, son. So Milwaukee. Big Thank shout you out to much. Milwaukee Tools. Huge shout out, mate. Legend. Uh, you'll be going home with this. We'll be sending you this in the mail. There's more than this. So I couldn't fit it in the van. That's how generous <laughs> these guys are. They are the best. Like I said, driven to outperform and nothing but heavy duty. 
What do you like on the tools? How do you go? Yeah, I'm all right. I did apprenticeship as a uh, as a chippy, so I'd like to consider myself somewhat useful. Um, but uh, yeah, there's a few people that uh, might listen to this that think otherwise. Tommy, if you're listening, mate, it's uh, yeah, he always gives me shit. Is this one of your mates? Yeah, yeah. He always, What's he saying? My always says, mate. He always goes, "There's levels, you know. There's levels." <laughs> he considers himself to be a lot better than me. He says, "Look, one thing you can't beat me in is is, uh, is building." And and so he um, yeah, he always gives me shit for it. Well, so. now you have the Milwaukee tools to just take him to the cleaners they've got the whippersnippers like I said they've got it all how do you go on the landscape gardening are you at the back oh, or you, you probably want to look after the rig I would have thought yeah well just if the sun's out I'll get out there and any excuse to get a bit of a tan but um, I'm, I'm actually scared of spiders so if I can avoid it <laughs> <laughs> if I can avoid it I will mate I hate being out there but um, if it needs to be done I'll do it but luckily my grass is all uh, fake and I've got a nice decking out there so it looks good oh that's great done. well you can you know you can blow the leaves away I'll blow the this. leaves mate I appreciate it Again. I'll do the front, front yard Milwaukee Tools, thank you so much. Nothing but heavy duty, just driven to outperform. They are the best in the business. Mate, thanks so much for your time. I, like I said, I just, you know, keep working your ass off. That's what, five months away now from the big one. You've got the tune up. We'll be all tuning in. It's great to see you back here. We'll do another one just before the big fight. But yeah, mate, just stay healthy, stay fit and available and just uh, just keep winning, mate, because we, I, I literally can't wait. I'm a bit of a, you know, talk about patience. I want that fight oh, now. Mate, <laughs> both. I'm hanging. I'm jumping out my skin, mate, but I appreciate you uh, giving the time and, and the platform and, mate, you're doing great things. So uh, much love, brother. I appreciate it. Easy, man. Thank Cheers, you, brother. Thanks for listening to another episode. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, please feel free to hit us up on our social channels at Osmerican Aces. If you're entertained, inspired, or feel more educated, please share it with your friends and family because we appreciate the support. Righto, catch you on the next one.